Welcome everybody to Hidden Guardians Podcast, your only podcast hosted by actual Hidden Guardians. On the show today, we're going to be talking about the armor changes coming in Season 15. Now, this is going to encompass not just our seasonal artifacts, we know a couple of the mods coming, but also exotic armor pieces, changes to war mine cells, changes to elemental wells. There's a lot of stuff in here. Additionally, there's some new accessibility options that are coming too for controller players that we're going to go over as well. I'm Outrider and I'm joined by Bacon. How you doing, buddy? Ready to get going on this? Dude, dude I'm hype. But also, I don't know how many people know about this, but have you guys ever seen disc golf before? Let me tell you about disc golf. <laughs> it is one of the single greatest sports in this entire goddamn world. <laughs> Just for some context, folks that are listening to this, the day before we were recording, I was streaming, playing Destiny, just doing some grinding and chatting with people and you know in the Twitch chat. And Bacon pops in and he's watching disc golf for the first time and he's just commentating on disc golf. And by like an hour into it, he's actually calling out individual players, telling about how they're terrible, calling <laughs> shots. It was really hilarious to watch. So for anybody, anybody that doesn't know, disc golf is basically Frisbee that you throw it into a, into a uh, basket. <laughs> dude, I saw this one dude. I forgot his name. I think it was like Johnson or something. He freaking saying that. Uh, I think it was like, like, 300, 400 yards, he, he just curved right into the basket. I just went, oh, no, he just did. <laughs> Bacon, Bacon literally found the perfect sport for him. He's going to be talking so, about disc golf probably for the rest of the year, I think, and probably going to learn it, too. Yeah. I'm going to learn the hell out of it, because I have no idea what the hell I'm still seeing, but I just see that Frisbee going, and I'm like, that's a pro right there. It's like, yeah, you could do that. You could do that. <laughs> Or you're going to be a caddy for a professional disc golf caddy. I can see that too. <laughs> but getting back on topic and away from disc golf, because Bacon could probably talk about disc golf for the entire podcast. One of the first things that happened before the TWAB came out this week on August 11th, well, is they decided to tease us a little bit with the champion mods coming in season 15. Well, we're getting back anti barrier auto rifles. Okay, that's what we got right now. We also have a scout rifle, but we're only seeing five of them. I think there's going to be more, so I'm just going to say that right now because typically we also get ones that involve using an ability and a couple extra, you know, regular mods too. So we had anti-barrier auto rifle. We're getting unstoppable pulse rifle. That's great. We're getting unstoppable sidearm. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm a little bit concerned about that because you got to be real close to get that to work. Maybe there's something happening that we don't know about that's going to synergize with it. We haven't got to the weapon stuff yet in the TWAB, and that's coming this coming week. That's going to be that TWAB. Overload bows are returning. Yes, I'm happy for that shit, no matter what. Uh, folks, these I, people are like, bows, why? I'm telling you right now. Every single fully drawn bow shot is an Overload powered shot. So you're constantly firing. You're constantly firing. Yeah, but and it works Le with your exotic bows like Le Monarch. You know, Le Monarch you, hit, is 
the freaking overload bow to get unless you have explosive head on one of your legendary ones where you yeah. can stun every single one of them in one shot <laughs> in one shot it's like boom stun and put a monarch will put on the poison effect mm-hmm. which chips away at it and you're still just sitting there plugging away with your bow to keep the overload champion from regenerating its health when it's now and then like, and then like the cool thing it just it instantly stuns him again it just keeps going yeah, <laughs> fantastic. It's fantastic. Overload bow is great, and the best part is, it's all primary ammo. Uh, and you can use like it with Monarch. Thing. You can use it with Tiku's Divination. You can use it with Trinity Ghoul. Those are all the exotic bows we have. Speaking of exotic bows, I am thinking at some point in the future we're going to get a Stasis exotic bow because we don't have one of those yet. It's gonna. I bet you if they make one, it's gonna make a wave of Stasis. We're yeah. missing that wave frame bow. Yeah, wave frame bow. <laughs> You're welcome, internet. That, that, that'll be interesting. <laughs> that'll be interesting. <laughs> but the 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 piece of resistance for me was for the past multiple episodes when we were talk about season fifteen. I would mention I, you know, we're, fusion rifles are going to be the thing for the seasonal artifact because we got a fusion rifle as the chase weapon this season. And they always seem to go the season after the weapon is obtained, where you'll see the mods and the artifacts. So I'm like, fusion rifles are going to be next season. I specifically said unstoppable fusion rifles. We're getting unstoppable fusion rifle mod next season. But also, you can use it with linear fusion rifles. So it's unstoppable linear and standard fusion rifles. It's a six-point mod. It's just like unstoppable grenade launchers or anti-barrier sniper rifle this is one of the special you know weapons to uh short down a uh, enemy for those that have it vex class, that's a fusion rifle folks and it runs on primary ammo and isn't there a buff coming up for vex for all for, for all fusion rifles are getting a buff vex also is going to get a little bit more tweaked and vex can fire as either a linear fusion or the, the almost auto rifle level shooting rapid shots. Stopping a unstoppable champion with sleeper simulant, one thousand voices, Jotun. You don't have to worry Telesto. about Bastion. Telesto. You don't have to worry about Bastion. Bastion has unstoppable built into it already, so you don't need the mod mm-hmm. for using Bastion. Queen Breaker Bow, or the Queen Breaker as they call it now. That's the linear fusion sniper exotic. There's just Jotun. I, I'm just thinking using Jotun and shooting a unstoppable ogre at range and just stopping at dead in his tracks and applying a burn effect to it. It's, it's gonna be gross, dude. It's gonna it's gonna be gross. One thousand voices. That's gonna be overkill, as far as I'm concerned for unstoppable champ. Because you're already freaking weakening him with a. Uh... With the stun, that's going to be an instant melt. Yeah, and, and then it's like you stun probably in the first like hit or so from the beam. It's mm-hmm. going to stun them. And then the secondary explosion, they're already weakened, and then that's going to just do massive damage. And you're going to get off one more shot if it doesn't finish them off. You're going to nuke anything with 1,000 voices if you have it. So we're gonna. this is Season of the Voop coming. We're going to have a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to seeing what other mods we're going to get. 
in the seasonal artifact, but we probably won't see those till the day the season goes live, which is the 24th of August. You know what I kind of forgot? Which gun I kind of forgot about that I, like already has Unstoppable in it? It's Devil's yeah. Ruin. Yeah, that's a sidearm. Yeah, I kind of forgot about that. So you wouldn't need um, Unstoppable for that. But yeah, it's it's cool. It's a cool little sidearm. You hold that, what was it, like the reload button and it fires the beam? Yeah. Your mag. Yeah. It's the meme beam weapon. No. That's fun. I like Devil's Ruin. I like Devil's Ruin. I I wouldn't mind having reasons to pull some of these exotics out again. I just like that we can actually take freaking like like, uh, fusion rifles to endgame. Yeah. When was the last time you actually took it? Just so you can go through it pretty easily. Almost never. Yeah. (laughs) It's going to be it's going to be fun. It's going to absolutely be fun. Other people have pointed out if you have Merciless, the mm-hmm. Destiny 2 Year 1 exotic fusion rifle, that if you're not killing, it starts to charge up faster with each consecutive shot until the target dies or you run out of ammo. Merciless is going to be uh, good for unstoppable fusion rifle. The And... Do we know? Is there like any kind of rumor saying that Merciless might get a a little a well, little all buff? All a fusion, little buff. All fusion rifles are getting a buff. There's there's, there's a fusion rifle, you know, tooling coming next season in general across the board. So mm-hmm. this should affect every single one of them. Vex Mythic class is a specific mention because it's a little on the underwhelming side out of the box so they're going to kind of work that a little bit and then go from there so but fusion rifles as a whole are being elevated a little bit to make them more interesting and usable i can't wait it's gonna be fun i'll I'll, i have to to take out the dust on merciless and start using it i'm looking forward to using my adept plug one with surrounded or cornered, sorry, cornered on it. In feeding frenzy. Oh yeah. <laughs> legendary boat. I mean legendary fusion rifles. Like when? <laughs> Can you imagine that we get a stasis fusion rifle this season? Because we're supposed to be getting stasis legendary weapons this season. Mm-hmm. A stasis fusion rifle. We don't know how the stasis damage is going to work in Legendary, so I'm just thinking it's going to be a damage type, so we're going to have stasis-shielded enemies, stuff like that. Still, a stasis fusion rifle. That's going to be cool. It's going to be fun to have. I'm looking forward to it. We'll know more next pod, because, you know, the TWAB this coming Thursday. We'll go over it. Now, for a little bit of a quality-of-life improvement, they do an entire section about controller sensitivity and traction. Traction specifically is that mod that costs zero that goes into the leg armor pieces in your Guardian that allows for tighter turn radiuses and stuff like that on controller. It is totally useless on mouse and keyboard. It's almost a requirement on controller if you're trying to com- be competitive in PvP and to be a little bit more, you know, competitive in endgame PvE, too. I mean, having a tighter turning radius is a good thing when you're trying to get around a corner and avoid getting killed by something that can one-shot you. 
that little traction mod was freaking worthless. It this was worthless because it was it was a zero point thing. But they're saying right here that this felt to be more appropriate as an accessibility option rather than a balanced choice. Players, including us, have also long felt that a maximum ten sensitivity wasn't enough on a controller. So they're making some changes. So, number one, added a sprint turn speed scalar option. So there's going to be a little slider that's going to be in it that allows for values of 0.03 to 0.08 to increase how fast you turn when you're sprinting. Uh, just an FYI, anybody on controller, put that thing to 0.08 immediately. That is with the mod traction on if traction was still a mod in the game starting with season 15. So you will always have that turning radius while sprinting at 0 0.08 like you had the mod traction on. There's a little friendly tip for you. Traction will no longer be a mod in the game. So now we have freed up an extra leg slot on our armor. Thank you. <laughs> that, that was a big thing. Uh, this is cool. Controller sensitivity options. We're typically from 1 to 10. They're adding 11 through 20. So I barely you, play at six. I know. I'm, I've actually been slowly bringing it up. I'm now at a seven. And I, I figure after about a week or two of playing, I, I move it up and check it out. And I'm trying to get comfortable with slightly more sensitivity. My goal is to work up to 10. And that's before I found out about this. Now I might actually have to go to 11 just to see what I think. Uh, the faster I can whip around and turn, the more uh, I can compete in PvP, yeah. I think. I still this won't be is, able to land my shots worth the like, damn. This is but... more of a of a if, if if you're considering going to the PC arena. Yeah. No, that's maybe. exactly what it is. That that's yeah. exactly what it is. If you want to go in against mouse and keyboard, your controller needs to be much more sensitive. So you can whip around and do like a 720 spin in the air and still miss all your shots as a sniper. I think it probably hit a shot. But the wall, I'll hit the wall real good. Well, I hit the wall, you know, which is not a <laughs> I never want to even shoot the gun. I'll just hit the wall. <laughs> and they're yeah, exactly. And, and they're also adding a aiming down sight sensitivity modifier from 0.5 to 1.5. I'm not sure exactly what that's going to do. People that are on mouse and keyboard probably have a better idea. But this is good. These are some advanced options to help us customize our controller experience while playing destiny i like it now let's get to the armor stuff they start off by talking about super regenerating exotics for those of us that have been around for a while back during season of the drifter also originally called joker's wild there was an event called the reckoning oh yeah oh yeah that was basically designed around a team using three specific exotic armor pieces because that was the only way you could survive because those were the three most OP things out there at the time that would pretty much refill your super bar constantly. Orpheus rigs, I think uh, Phoenix Protocol, I think for the uh, Warlock in the Well, mm -hmm. and uh, Skull for the Titan. No, it wasn't Skull. Skull didn't get it that badly. There was one for the Titan. I think. Was was it the yeah, it was the Doomfang Pauldrons, I think. Yeah, you go Doomfangs. I think it was Doomfang Pauldrons. And basically, if you didn't have those three, 
the 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 bridge encounter on the reckoning was so difficult and unsurvivable without those three and Bungie built it that way because if they didn't it would have been a cakewalk with those three <laughs> on a fire team I literally remember going in with my Orpheus Riggs top tier Night Stalker, firing one bolt in the ground, catching a whole bunch of thralls. My entire super bar comes back in like seconds. And <laughs> I turn around, fire it again, throw it to the <laughs> other side, catch everything there. And I've already refilled my super and I've done it multiple times. And I'm just tethering all the way up the bridge as we're mm-hmm. taking each individual point. And mm-hmm. then all we're worrying about is standing in a well because I'm generating orbs. So the snipers way out in the distance that are trying to pick us off, which could one-shot you, aren't. And then you yeah. have the, the, the Titan throwing like shields everywhere like Captain America. It's stuff. like it was mainly focused around Warlock and Hunters. Those were like yeah. the characters to have in there. Yeah. It, it just showed you how overpowered super regenerating oh, yeah. exotic pieces would be. That Basically, those became the go-to. You never take them off. I mean, I probably did that too in like a in the in the forge, in the I forges and earth. Yeah, I guarantee it. But it's all right. We had fun with them at the time. That was nice. I think I think the initial nerf, while we did not like it, and I was like, "Ah, oh, you just made." At the time, I was like, "You made Orpheus rigs useless. Nobody's going to want a hundred. You know what? I've still used Orpheus rigs all the time on my Night Stalker, and I am still as effective, even with the change." Essentially, you can never get any more than 50% of your super back. I know I was pretty pissed off about it, but the thing Initially. is, like, like right after, right after seeing it and just thinking about it for a bit, what just came to mind immediately was just, uh, we make orbs yeah, no matter what, all the time. Yeah. So we can easily bring back our supers in no time. I know these are going to be, like, big changes and whatnot, but just remember, we make orbs. We can get our super back immediately, no matter what. Right. I mean, what if we masterwork a legendary weapon? We're making orbs. Yeah. On kills. So if your exotic has a freaking little gold trim about around it, that's it. That's another one. Yep. <laughs> if it has a catalyst, it's now making orbs too. But there's a couple other um, super regenerating exotic armor pieces that are going to get touched on next season. Shards Galanor. These are the um, Blade Barrage Hunter ones. Basically, the total super regain is now going to be capped at 50% for all these ones listed, except Geomag Stabilizers. That's its own special nerf. Mm-hmm. So Shards Galanor, 50% cap. That It's only granted on hits because you're throwing blades everywhere. Okay, fine. Ursa Furiosa is now going to be capped at 50% when the super ends. That puts up the banner shield and all the damage you take. The more damage you take, the more your super you get back. It's now 50%, but you're generating orbs the whole time, too. Skull of Dyer Ahamkara is also capping at 50. I thought that was already at 50. But what they're doing is they're changing the amount of the super refunded per kill when you toss that Nova Bomb. So I think Ah. they're they're increasing that, so it's almost you're going to guarantee a 50, depending on the amount of stuff you kill and the, you know, if it's an orange bar or not. So you'll get back that 50 faster, but you can't go over 50. That's fine. Phoenix protocol, stand in your well of radiance and get kills. And now when your super ends, you should get about 50% of your super back. 
I'm going to say an exotic piece here that most people haven't heard of. It came out in Shadowkeep. I totally forgot it existed. It's Same. for Tickle Fingers <laughs> um, uh, Warlocks. So, you know, Stormcaller Warlocks. Storm Dancer's Brace. What that would do, and I totally forgot about this exotic piece. I have it, and I never used it. I got it, dismantled it, and just moved on. Stormcaller, oh, Storm nice. Dancer's Bye. Brace. What it does is when you're using a storm trance, with each you know kill you're getting with storm trance, it's building a stack that does more damage with storm trance, to a certain amount. Okay, so you're thinking, what's the nerf? This isn't a nerf. This is a buff to this thing because they're adding that now it'll also refund up to fifty percent of your super energy after your super ends based on the number of kills you get with stormcrawler active. Oh, that's the new chest I'm already getting now. Maybe you don't have it. That's uh, that's gonna be a, that's gonna be a chase piece for stormcallers. I guarantee that. Mm-hmm. That's nice. They're adding something to that exotic piece because nobody was using it otherwise. It Base, wasn't really. It wasn't necessary to use at all. It was like, no. and and then just the stormcaller alone, just tickle fingers. It literally that's what it is, and you're just tickling the enemy. It takes you forever to kill a red bar. Yeah, and then, oh, hey, I now have one little stack and my uh, super has run out. Now it's at least you'll get some super energy back, so that's good. Makes it a little bit more attractive. I'm fine with that. Essentially, this was the Stormcaller version of the Aeon Flux chest piece for hunters, for Arkstrider hunters, that the more hits you do and more hits you chain, the more damage you're doing mm -hmm. when you're pole dancing around the map with your Arkstrider. Now, this is a good change. Now, Geomag Stabilizers has its own specific nerf. It, it's not refunding up to 50%. Do not, <laughs> don't get excited. What they're doing is they're removing the sprint to top off your super part of the exotic. Typically, it would be like when you had 80% of your super bar filled, 85%, something like that. Yeah. You could sprint, and it would, it's like rubbing your feet on a carpet and building up a static charge, and that's how you would refill your super. And top it off like much doing better. That. Yeah. <laughs> but it says this part of the perk led to a higher uptime in PvP than was healthy and gave attunement of control warlocks. That's a storm that's a chaos rage. An immediate renewable supply of super energy for paying for mod costs like special finisher in PvE. I didn't even consider that. Use your special finisher, get a bunch of special ammo for you and your team then run into a wall and top off your super again. Mm -hmm. Never even thought about that. Never run out of, never run out of sniper ammo. How handy would that have been when we were doing grandmasters and it was a anti-barrier sniper? That would have been, I didn't even think about that. Really good. <laughs> Bungie saw it and they're like, yep, yep. That's a combination. We well, before run. it happens, Let's get it done. <laughs> well, it's already over with at this point. Um, so those are the changes to the super regenerating exotics coming. Now, here comes some retunes and reworks that they're doing. Hunter, the Warlock, and the Titan all have a few exotic armor pieces that are getting really touched on here and changed up. Starting with the Hunter, do you remember Bombardier's? When you dodge and it leaves like a little uh, little bomb that does basically nothing to adds. Mm -hmm. Well, Bombardiers is now getting an enhancement. 
The bomb will now have a secondary effect based on your subclass. So if you're an arc strider, it's going to blind when you dodge and let your bomb go. I think when it detonates. Uh, it's going to apply burn damage for solar classes. It's going to slow enemies for stasis classes. And it'll suppress enemies for void classes. Note the suppression will not affect a guardian in super. That would have been freaking gross that I actually did. Yeah, that, that would have been a little bit too much, but, you know, that's fine. Hey, I'm now considering trying out a pair of bombardiers that I've had sitting in my vault now for a while that have extremely high mobility. That's true. That's true. Yeah. That's true. faster with mobility. That's what you want. And I'm actually thinking, it's like, okay, I might actually have a little build here where I detonate a bomb, I suppress a room, or I blind a room. Or if I'm on a stasis class, I'm also slowing things down. So now my stasis melee attacks. No, now the the stasis one. I was watching a a cross video. You did point out something about a about the already the stasis that 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 hunters already have. I forgot mm-hmm. the the name of the of the artifact. I think that's what it's called. Right. That that already like slows it like slows them down. Yeah. Can that stack with this? She'll be. So it'll be freezing. Mm-hmm. That, because if you slow and then you do another slow effect, it freezes the enemies. So, yeah, the bomb goes off. Everything that was already slowed because you dodged through it is now frozen. And then you throw your blade and break everything. Making it yeah. a bunch of crystals, getting your melee attack back that much faster. It's going to be gross. I'm going to abuse it, and I'm going to love it because season 15 is basically season of fuck it. It's like point. because of this, because of these, of these exotic legs, I got a, I got a message saying, "Don't teabag." I'm like, guy, I put up, I put up a bomb and you died. I didn't bag. I just, I play, I just, I played you. And he was like, "Nah, you bagged." I was like, "Okay." <laughs> uh, uh, see, with, with this, when you kill somebody in PvP and then you like put a bomb on them by bagging. So to speak, you're basically pooping on them at that point. <laughs> you're, you're literally pooping on them. There's something that people do in Dark Souls, in the Dark Souls community, that there's like a bag of dung that you can get as an item that you can leave or throw. Like when you die, there's an emote I think you get from uh, Patches, the uh, thief who kind of squats really low with his butt out, and then they'll leave like the, the then they'll drop the item, so it looks like they poop on you. This is that version of it in Destiny, you know, the bombardiers for a hunter. You leave a little bomb, a little stink bomb on them. I want to see it work in Trials, where somebody goes to, like, you know, I'm going to, like, I'm going to res my teammate, but there's, like, a little void-suppressed bomb waiting for them. (laughs) 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 Boom, it goes off in a few (laughs) seconds as they turn the corner. Now they're suppressed and easily killed, you know. It should be interesting. Hunters are also seeing Graviton Forfeit getting a little bit of a uh, pass here. Increase the bonus invisibility duration. Now, Graviton Forfeit already is a hunter helmet that allows the duration of an invisibility effect to last a little longer. It was maybe like a second or two. They're increasing it further. Okay. Now, also, uh, when, when you were invisible, your melee effect would regenerate quicker. So bottom tree, Night Stalker was really good for this because you kind of get back your 
melee your smoke bomb, which makes you go invisible, so you stay invisible longer, so you're charging your melee faster, etc. and so on. But also, while you're invisible, your recovery is greatly increased and your weapons reload more quickly. But what I find interesting about the melee regeneration now is it's going to increase in speed based on the number of enemies near you. It's almost like they're trying to get rid of freaking Omnioculus. No, <laughs> I, no. Omniac, what, what makes Omnioculus so great is it affects it. You get it back based on your teammates. That's the squad one. This is for solo use. I'm thinking Pit of Heresy. When you go into that room, the uh, the, the Chamber of Agony, where yeah. you dunk the orbs, okay, thralls everywhere. You go invisible with this. Recovery is increased, so your health's coming back faster. Your weapons are reloading really quickly while you're invisible. You're invisible longer, and with a whole bunch of enemies around you, your melee is back quicker, which means you have your smoke bomb back faster, which means you're invisible again faster. All I heard was Prophecy Dungeon in my goddamn head. Yeah. Because you're always surrounded. Exactly. This is a hunter exotic for solo content. Yeah. I'm sure it's going to be useful elsewhere. It's not going to be useful for me until I get my hands on it if, to, and determine if it's worth it for, for raids. Omnioculus, as far as I'm concerned, is the king for Grandmaster Nightfalls and raids at this point if you want to smoke bomb your entire team. Yeah. I've shown it. I've proven it before. Other people have shown it off, too, that play hunters. It's fantastic. People like made fun of it when it first came out, but people at Main Hunters saw what it could do when we read it, and we're like, "Oh no, this this breaks the game for us on PVE," and it's true. Omnioculus is great, and now you have a reason to use Graviton Forfeit, which you didn't have before. I'm thinking the way this is written, this is kind of like that midway point between Omnioculus and the Wormhus Skull. Exotic. Oh, yeah. So now you're okay. You're, you're invisible, but you're now now also regenerating your health and stuff back faster. You'll get your ability back faster. Now reloading your weapons because the skull, when you would dodge, uh, the worm husk crown. That's what it is. Worm husk crown. When you would dodge, you would get back some health as during your dodge. So every time you dodge, you got your health back. Every time you dodge, you got your health back. This is I now invisible. I'm reloading. I'm getting everything back quicker. So I'm a little bit safer. I, I think this is going to be good. This is going to mm -hmm. be very good. Well, you know what's going to be really good? People that like using hand cannons that are hunters. Lucky Pants is getting a rework. Completely. And what Lucky Pants used to do was when you have a hand cannon stowed that had an empty, you know, magazine it would refill the magazine for you and once you swapped you would get some bonus damage and stuff okay eh, it was all right wasn't that great what they're doing now is they're first off they're adding an intrinsic hand cannon holster mod to it holster mods are mods for weapons that you'll be able to put on your person in season 15 that will slowly refill ammo as they're stowed okay Automatic reloading. These are great for people that might forget. They might actually be very helpful, too. But they're putting that on this. Now, they're also adding the following. When you ready a fully loaded hand cannon that deals kinetic damage or damage matching your subclass energy type, for a short time, each hit against a combatant from that hand cannon increases damage to the next shot. 
It will not work on Hawkmoon to be able to one-shot a raid boss, but, you know... It, so it's it a one-for-all perk? Okay. <laughs> uh, other hand cannons are going to get an edge. This bonus damage will not be usable in PvP, though. Just as a note, this was said on Twitter by uh, DMG. It's not a PvP ability. This is only PvE that's getting the Lucky Pants damage buff. So I'm interested in using this. I actually have about three different types of Lucky Pants of different roles in my vault. I've wondered, am I ever going to use them before? Now I get to figure out which one I want to keep. Because it looks like I will have a reason to use them using hand cannons. Yeah. Right now there's a lot more better void hand cannons than really anything else. Yeah. (laughs) I, I also have my hands on an igneous hammer, so I can see myself using that while I'm golden gun. Mm-hmm. Or blade barrage, for that matter. Solar subclass. Whip out the hammer after it's been charged. Doing more damage with the igneous hammer. So that's a 120 hand cannon. That's actually very steady. With a lot of range. And a lot of stopping power. That's now doing more. Because I had it in my lucky pants. That just sounds dirty. That, that really sounds dirty. I, I, I'm sorry about it that. took me a minute. I was like, this. I, I, have, don't think. I, I, have, I have my hand cannon in my lucky pants. In my lucky know. pants. Okay, so that, that's what we're seeing right now for the hunters. Not everything is touched on, not everything they're telling us. But, you know, we're getting a lot of interesting things. So, moving on to Titans. First off, Precious Scars. That's that helmet that Titans have. Um, It came out in Beyond Light, actually. It's the one that looks like it's broken porcelain. Mm -hmm. Like somebody took a bunch of, like, you know, a tea set, shattered it, and turned it into a helmet. Yeah. What it does right now, for those that don't know, is it has an intrinsic exotic perk called Kitsugi. After reviving or being revived... You gain an aura that provides overshields to you and nearby allies. Okay, we've seen that before. People are like, eh, might be good in trials. I've really seen too many people using it, though. It's kind of funny. I don't see anybody using it. Yeah, it's like this little ball of light above the the Titan's head, and it has like those little beams that go out to your surrounding teammates to give them that overshield. It's like, okay, fine. Well, they're adding to Precious Scars. You're now going to create a burst of healing and bonus recovery around you whenever you kill an enemy with a damage type matches your subclass. Well, damn. Well, you're just a freaking healing machine the entire time then. Yeah. So, let's say you throw this on... A sunshot? Yeah. That's all you really need? It's a sunshot? Well, depending on the difficulty, but... Sunshot is like the way to go, then. Or, or what is it? That training goal. Any, anything, really. I mean, as long as yeah. your subclass matches, you know, Solar Titan throwing hammers, and you're using a, and you're using Jotun, and you're wearing this helmet. So now you're healing and bursting your teammates that are near you, and then when you revive them, you're also generating the overshields if they go down. So, oh, you you guys need some help? Give me a little bit. Let me kill this nice one to, next. 
it's nice seeing Titans actually having a little bit more, I want to say, defensive abilities to buff their teammates. That's actually mm-hmm. really cool. Okay, that's awesome. Uh, the other one that they list is Icefall Mantle. These are the gloves that also came out of Beyond Light. What they used to do was they had this intrinsic exotic perk called Glacial Guard. It replaces your barricade ability with a personal over. When you activate your barricade, you create a burst around yourself that slows combatants. While you have the overchar while you have the overshield, excuse me, you're slowed and barricade does not recharge. What they're doing with the Icefall Mantles is they're removing the slower class ability recharge scaler. So it's going to recharge now while you're using the Icefall Mantle. I mean, that's nice and all, but you're still going to be slow as hell. Doesn't matter. You're a tank <laughs> at that point. Come on. You, you, you put on um, Air Apparent, Icefall Mantles. Your Icefall Mantle recharges now. Mm-hmm. Spin up with that. You have a shield from Air Apparent. They get through yeah. that shield. It recharges. If you have the catalyst, it re- reloads part of your Air Apparent. But now they're trying to kill you. Oh, no. You shield through your Icefall Mantles. You've turned yourself into a tank. How much damage? How much fucking damage are you going to be able to soak with that? I just still don't see it as anything that's going to be needed anywhere. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I see. I see. This it. is more of like you know, just playing around kind of thing. Well, if I, you want to do that, definitely not PvP. I don't see that because the slowing of the Titan. You need to be able to move a little bit more. But PVE solo content, I can see that. I can see a Titan using this. No, PvE, I can see it. I can see it. Maybe like dungeons, I can see that. Definitely strike playlist. You're going to have a party with that. Yeah, that's all right. So yeah, it's just no strike playlist. Yeah, yeah nobody's going to stop you on strike playlist. You're going to be just walking slowly and gunning everything down. <laughs> it's going to be interesting. I think it'll be fun. I think it should like buff it up. And we don't know all the seasonal artifact mods coming. Yeah. There might be stuff in there. Warlocks. Warlocks, you're getting three. Uh, first thing is Verity's Brow. This is a Warlock helmet. Yeah. And uh, this is kind of... Uh, people are yelling this is a nerf. I- I'm still kind of up in the air about it. Verity's Brow's intrinsic perk is called the Fourth Magic. Energy weapon kills that grant death throws, which provide a bonus damage to your grenades and grants grenade energy. Well, death throws would be any energy weapon kill. So people this past season were using Salvatore Salvo, killing a bunch of stuff with chain reaction with energy accelerant on, getting grenades back very lightning fast, and then throwing, you know, uh, stasis turrets or whatever else that do more damage and get back their stuff quicker. And now they're complaining because you can't do that because the trigger to get death throws, the kills have to be done with an energy weapon of matching type to your subclass there. I mean, if they bring stasis in season 15, then who the hell cares if you're a stasis that, thrower? That, that's, that's right. I mean, you <laughs> might get a breach loader stasis grenade launcher. We don't know, you know? Now, that'd be something. as a wave frame. Grenade launcher? That'd be cool. Like a wave of ice on the ground? That would be yeah. cool. 
So we don't know what we're getting weapon-wise. This may be, it doesn't matter. I mean, you're just using whatever. I know that folks don't like the, you're taking away my ability to choose whatever weapon I wanted to use. Well, it's okay. Bungie wants us to lean in more anyways to really locking down an energy type. I think these changes are more of a, if you like to, if you like to build in the game, Mm -hmm. this is really great for you. Yeah, this is exactly, you know, the interesting thing. But they're also saying that the increased grenade damage, the increased grenade damage bonus to 20% per stack up from 10% per stack. So you're now doing more, you're getting more grenade damage <laughs> with this is the... Hey, How is this a nerf? <laughs> I, I'm still sitting here going, I see this being effective in those uh, stasis turret builds. Now even more so, because now your Steve turrets are doing more damage. Mm-hmm. It, it's going to be pretty wild, I think. This could help out freaking Tickle Fingers also, because that grenade just keeps, you know, yeah. handing it all to the other one and to the other yeah. one. Yeah. Having a, a Tickle Fingers Warlock with Risk Runner, wearing mm-hmm. Verity's Brow. All the grenade energy coming back from death throws. Throwing a storm grenade. <laughs> Lightning strike kills a bunch of enemies. <laughs> More grenade energy back for you. Bring it Keep right back. Going. Bring it right back. <laughs> You're going to be throwing grenades for days. You're going to be throwing grenades for days with this. It's going to be fun. The other exotic helmet, the stag. This has been around since, I think, Curse of Osiris. As it stands, the stag has a perk called Dearly Departed, where it grants rift energy when you are critically wounded. On your death, it creates a healing rift on your corpse. This is boring and useless. Yeah. So what it's doing now is the stag's going to grant damage reduction to allied guardians standing in your rifts. Okay. And that damage reduction is 25% against combatants and 15% against other players. Okay. That's awesome. Nice addition. Nice addition. Make you tougher when you're standing in a rift and get your buddies over there with you. So I can see this being used in like dungeons. Maybe. I can, I can see this in PvP with Ariana's Vow and Empowering Rift. Yeah. Mm hmm. And everybody standing in the Empowering Rift is also getting a DR. Yeah, that's it. Done. Easy. Yeah. It's it's gonna be fun. This last one here, Promethean Spurs. These came out in the season where we rescued Saint Fourteen. Promethean Spurs. These are leg armors that they have something called Embers of Light, which, while Daybreak is active, defending and defeating combatants or guardians create a healing or empowering rift at their location. Not very effective. No, it was mostly like a sunspot wannabe. Yeah. So what they're doing (laughs) is now going to have the additional functionalities of the following. While standing in a rift, solar weapon kills give you class ability energy. When your class ability energy is full, solar weapon kills consume that energy and spawn a combination healing slash empowering rift at the target's location. So when your super is full, and you kill something with solar damage, there's going to be a rift that appears there like a sunspot. 
that's both a healing and an empowering rift. Now, do we know how long it's going to last? Or can it be like a quick in and out, in and out? It's probably going to last. If if it lasts like a regular rift, you got, what, like 10 seconds? Mm Mm-hmm. Gross. I'm healing and doing more damage standing in this. Come get me, thralls. Who needs middle tree? Who needs middle tree soldier? <laughs> it's, 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 it'll, it'll be interesting. I'm looking forward to people much smarter than I am um, at testing and breaking these exotic armor pieces to come up with some truly cracked combinations. But we can see some potential in a lot of them right now, and that's actually very exciting. Yeah. Absolutely. They did say that uh, keep your eyes open for other changes to come in the wake of these as well. goal for the next few seasons, especially following the launch of Witch Queen, is to increase the variety of fun and powerful choices for PvE and PvP alike. Now, there have been some um, armor pieces that weren't touched. They kind of make an offhanded comment to a specific, they say like a specific hunter boots. Everybody thinks it's Stompies. Most likely it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can't jump as high now. <laughs> I'm thinking they're, I think they're going to reduce the sliding ability on it because you can slide further with Stompies on. Oh, yeah, and that's a skill gap. I forgot about that. Plus, Stompies accelerate how fast you move. <laughs> Gotta love those stats. <laughs> well, think about it. They're like hydraulic boosters on your legs so yes they should be pushing you to move forward and jump higher and stuff like that and i don't think you should be sliding further you know maybe they'll probably do something to them as long as it doesn't affect me so much in pve where i need it for precision high jumps that's where i really use stompies at if i'm using stompies in pvp i'm being a dick that's it what beautiful that's it yeah the amount of height you can get you put it on like high jump and you stomp. This is stupid. Just a shotgun to the face. It's just an insult. Oh, that. but uh, now, now put on like 100 <laughs> mobility, stompies, and high jump, and you will go like off the map almost. It's just dumb. <laughs> uh, but th- th- most likely those will happen. I do hope they give a pass at some point to Orpheus Rigs again. Now, I know they've been nerfed to 50% damage reduction, but I'm talking individually between top tree and bottom tree Night Stalker. I know mm-hmm. when you have Orpheus Rigs on, the bottom tree, more Mobius Quiver, allows you to fire the super more often. I kind of would like top tree to be a little bit more focused, not just making it, you know, the deadfall trap doesn't need to be around longer, but what it definitely, in my opinion, needs is it has to pull enemies to it and not flinch them when they take damage, which means they might be thrown into the air and then thrown out of the range of the tether itself. Yeah. You get me? I really want them to kind of like fix that. I don't know if that's possible. I mean, that's more of a lasso thing. You're trying to bring them in. Not ex- exactly. It's a deadfall trap. I'm trying to pull them to the snare. I'm not trying to let them bounce out of it accidentally because I'm now throwing, I threw a grenade into the group of enemies that were snared. It caused them to bounce straight up in the air and then they break out of the tether and now they're not tethered any further. Personally, I think Mobius Quiver with Orpheus Rigs, it shouldn't be allowing little tethers to go out. It should just be you fire one of these bolts, you get more of them, and they explode as a void burst at the end. 
It's just like rapid fire. Boom, 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 boom. Make it a turret. Really. That's that's just my idea for it. We'll see as it moves on what other exotic armor pieces are going to be touched. Now, I mentioned holster perks earlier. Well, finder perks for your armor, scavenger perks for your armor, and holster perks are the next topic. So I'm going to read all this. It says, we're rolling out some changes to mods that have an effect on ammo. Running double ammo scavenger mods makes it too easy to have 100% up weapons in both PvP and PvE. I'll be very honest with you. I don't know too many people that run double scavenger mods. I'll be honest. I'll PvE. never. I, I've never ran any of those freaking things. Scavenger mods are good. Like the one-pointers that normally show up in the uh, seasonal artifact. Those were mm -hmm. awesome. Yeah. But I have never run double. You know why I never run double? Because I had to have traction on the other one in my leg piece where the scavenger mod went. <laughs> I never, I never ran them. I never did. It's like I never like had like the I guess like the need for it. It's like well, I always had like certain like I've always had the brakes to drop. Could it be just great RNG? Oh fuck yeah, could be. <laughs> but what the scavenger mods did is it gave you more. If you got a brick to drop, you got more ammo from mm -hmm. that drop. So. You obviously you can obviously see where two scavenger mods will give you way too much, say, shotgun ammo in PvP. Yeah, you know, so that's why they're they're changing this up. I I'm I'm all right with this. Uh, specifically in PvP, we believe this is an important factor to how oppressive certain special weapons feel. Reducing their effectiveness is a step towards addressing this. We're prepared to revisit this depending on how it plays out in the wild. We're also looking to improve ammo finder to make it a bit easier to earn special and heavy ammo in PvE. That's been a problem. It's like I have an ammo finder on and it's not causing ammo to drop mm -hmm. at all. Uh, and they're also introducing this new type of leg armor mod that reloads stowed weapons. So, ammo finder. Now have an increased chance to spawn ammo on kills with primary weapons and a further increased chance with exotic primaries. So, so you have to use exotic primaries. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, doesn't that sound like a way to help get people to stop using, I don't know, anarchy? I got, I mean, uh, the only thing I'm thinking about right now is freaking Queen Breakers and freaking, uh, what's it called? That other one, Arbalist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Arbalist, that's gross. That's a prime, that's a kinetic weapon, too. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's in your kinetic slot. That's a primary. <laughs> You're welcome, everybody. It's and it's a fusion <laughs> rifle. So you can use like unstoppable fusion because it's a linear fusion. Oh, oh, that's a hit, dude. Arbalos is the way to go. Gross, Baker. Gross. <laughs> now, watch. We're going to get No Land Beyond back next season. You watch that. That's, that's what's really going to happen next season. Well, yeah. So there we go. Increased chance with exotic primary. So you're rocking, say, let's just say Traveler's Chosen because you're trying to get uptime on getting your abilities and stuff back. You're also generating special ammo or heavy ammo more reliably using that as your primary. Okay, cool. Scavenger mods. Multiple copies of scavenger mods of the same type no longer stack. Well, that's fine. I had to have traction on this whole time. I guess this was a more of a Already PC thing. No, I guess this is more of a PC <laughs> thing. Seriously, yeah. because they didn't have to use traction mod. So they were able to like abuse double scavengers. Whereas us plebes on a controller didn't have that option, and we will never have that option. Actually, this is a great change for PvP. I'm very happy that this is happening. 
and it's fine. Holster mods. New type of leg armor that'll gradually reload stowed weapons of the matching type over time. Okay, this is like, I would I would almost say it's like a half version of the perk reconstruction from Deep Stone Crypt weapon. Yep. Except it doesn't overload them, it just loads them to their maximum. Wonder multiple, how fast it's going to load them. We don't know. Multiple copies of the holster mods of the same type will increase the rate ammo's reloaded. So apparently, if you have two of them on, it should reload it faster, but that eats up both slots in your leg. You got to run two of them now, dude. Yeah. Okay, so the following types will have holster mods. Auto rifles, fusion rifles, grenade launchers, power only. Hand cannons, linear fusions, machine guns, pulse rifles, scout rifles, shotguns, sidearms, submachine guns, snipers, and trace rifles. The Ariana's Vow hand cannon will be excluded from this because it already has a mod that uh, built into it that will reload it while it's holstered. The catalyst. Remember, that's what makes yeah. it. Yeah, so y- it's pointless. That's why Ariana's Vow is excluded from this. Rocket launchers, breech-loaded, which are single-shot grenade launchers, and bows will not have holster mods. What? Because how? Why? They don't want to affect I'm just what kidding, dude. Has the next <laughs> Fuck, man. Don't do this to me. <laughs> so, no, this is, this is good. I'm glad. I, I remember, I think it was the Unrobed podcast that Burgundy Whirl and J-Pants America do after the TWABs. They were talking about this on their pod, about what's the point of this? And I think I was like, no, man, this is for people that might forget to reload their weapons. Think about it. You dump out an entire magazine and you swap to another weapon to keep going, but it doesn't have like auto-loaded holster on it or Mm -hmm. something. And you swap back when you run out because you don't reload because you're in the heat of battle and all of a sudden you now have weapon in your hands, you're dead. That's happened multiple times to me. I know that I think, feeling. I know. Th- I think this is a great addition, especially for newer players who aren't used to swapping and reloading more on the fly versus somebody like me that'll fire the gun once, kill something, and reload immediately. Even you though have I have to. 14 more shots left, I will that's still what, reload on one. That's what I do with Malfeasance. I use I one bullet. That's all I, I got 20 of them. Just got any one. Malfeasance, <laughs> only takes one bullet. That's it. It just blows everything up. I hope that thing gets a catalyst. I really hope that thing gets a catalyst. Dude, it has more to damage, get a fucking catalyst, more damage, more damage to the explosions. Oh, and then it, instead of hitting five times, four times causes the explosions to happen. It should be three times with extra explosions. That's it. Yeah. Nuclear bomb goes off. Just blows up. Bombs for days, dude. Easy. Speaking of bombs, that's a hell of a segue. Warmind cell <laughs> mods. <laughs> We all knew this was going to happen. We all knew it. (laughs) Yeah. I I love this first line. To be blunt, these are currently too powerful. (laughs) (laughs) Then they go to a separate paragraph. (laughs) This isn't a surprise. We know. Even at their introduction, we knew how strong they were very strong. That was the point. At the time these were created, they were only expected to last about a year so we could push the envelope on something cool and flavorful, knowing they wouldn't be around breaking things forever with the force of Rasputin's explosive wrath. Of course. That's why there was sunsetting. But now sunsetting's gone. They're going to be around forever. And they said that they would have time to shine, but eventually leave room to make room for the next exciting thing. If that was Elemental Wells, um, 
I can only imagine how strong and how hot out of the box they could have been if sunsetting was still around because they're pretty bad right now. Yeah, they, I mean, there's really no use for them. And I, I'm I'm trying out a couple of builds, but there's I still don't see anything to them. I agree. They're they're not there yet, but there are some changes coming up. So, all right, let's get this over with with Warmind cells. Base Warmind cells reduce radius of the explosion slash effect range from 10 meters to six. They're reducing the damage, previously 200 to 400, to down to 50 to 250. As uh, we were thinking, they're totally neutered at this point. They're neutered, dude. That's it. Um, <laughs> but I, I still think they're going to be useful for ad clear, and I think that's where it's going to. Yeah, they, they are. Yeah, they're still, they're still good for ad clear. Global reach, increased mod cost to three, up from one. They're reducing the amount of radius increase from 20 meters to 10. So... 16 meter radius still for war my cell explosion is big okay fine it's just not gonna do as much damage but i think they just want to prune it down so you're not using them as you have to use this for day one raid races or all grandmaster nightfall content mm -hmm. i'm wondering if uh error saw this change because he likes using war mine cells constantly saw these changes he's like inconsolable right now Oh, that dude is crying right now. I know it. Cellular <laughs> suppression. Reduce the duration of the suppressing effect from three seconds to two seconds. And Wrath of Rasputin. Bonus solar damage. Previously 100, 200 is now reduced to 25 to 100. Okay. That's it. That's yeah, that's that's for my cells, but yeah. Oh, well. It's it's not a big deal. It's still, it's even though they are pretty much like neutered, kind of. Mm -hmm. You're still there's still an effect to all these war mine cells no matter what. Yeah. Suppression on anything in a sixty meter area is still good enough. It's still good. You're still taking out a whole lot of also like a whole lot of enemies. And plus if you add that solar that solar debuff to it, you're you're doing extra damage. It's yeah. pretty it's still good. If the war mine cells are still good. Not as good as now, <laughs> just because of the global reach and you know just how much it can affect. But I, if 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 the new if the if, if the elemental wells are not still not up to par, I will never use them. I just can't use them. You know why I won't use them until they get a little bit more beefier? Is because charged with light mods exist. Yeah. That's another. See, that's another freaking thing. Elemental wells yet. I don't have any use for them yet. You don't really create them that frequently, but they do have some mod changes. They're improvements to make them more competitive. Choice they think. Uh, number one, the elemental armaments will now have an increased chance to spawn an elemental well based on the tier of enemy defeated. So the bigger tier with a weapon matching your subclass type, if I remember correctly. Um, so let's say red bars, low chance. Orange bars, higher chance. Yellow bars, definitely higher chance. Okay, fine. So you might be able to get them more frequently. That actually is good for high-end nightfalls, Grandmaster nightfalls, dungeons, which you have a lot more orange bars in, things but, like that. But but the thing is, they're still applying an RNG to it. So it still might not even happen for the entire freaking thing. 
But that's why I also think we need to have weapons. Maybe mods going into our weapons from the seasonal artifact or something. Mm-hmm. Something. Maybe like an arm mod or something. That increases the likelihood of spawning one. Yeah. Or or weapons that intrinsically will spawn an elemental well, like the Warmind Cell spawning Seraph weapons did. You know? Mm-hmm. I would like to see that. Uh, also, Font of Might is another one. The base duration has been increased to 10 seconds and increased the damage bonus provided from 10% to 25%. So if you use the Font of Might elemental well and you pick up the well, now you got 10 seconds at 25% extra damage. But as I think J-Pants pointed out when talking about these earlier this week, you're still spawning the well at where the enemy died. So do you want me to run out and out of cover and grab it? Yeah. It's, it's just spawn so, on you. Somehow the well, if it's not going to spawn on you, let it track you. Yeah. See. I know. So I think elemental wells still have some love that they require. Yeah, they need they they need love, dude. I yeah. there there's potential to them, but there's just way too many flaws to these damn things. And I think that's because they had an idea that's like, okay, fine. They they run out, they pick up these like, you know, little wells of light that buff the super buff the, the guardians, depending on their builds. Like it's a war mind cell thing, but it's all like, you know, it's wells of light this time. You're not blowing up a bomb. You're picking up, you know, power. Fine. Yeah. And then they went, eh, we're getting rid of sunsetting. And they're like, well, we can't bring these things in super hot. We have to tone them down. And we got elemental wells one season, and people were like, what's this? Ew, I'm not going to use this. Yeah, well, you got everything else. What the hell would I want to use these things? <laughs> well, yeah, well, I have Warmind cells, and I have uh, Charged with Light. Why do I want to touch these things? Well, Warmind cells are not going to be as powerful anymore. They're still worth it, but they're not as powerful. You have to be more mindful about making a Warmind cell-specific build. I get it. They needed to be toned down. And this is happening. Now, buff up the elemental wells yeah. or... I'm looking for start... whatever they're doing next after that. Yeah, just buff up elemental. If you, if, if you want us to like kind of like skip warm mind cells for now, buff them up. Buff them up. Mm-hmm. Wow. I think so. We also have a little bit of something weapon related and armor related, but not nerf or buff. Iron Banner next season. We're getting two more new Iron Banner weapons. We're getting the Forge's Pledge Pulse Rifle and the Peace Bond Sidearm coming next season. On the TWAB, you can actually see what they look like. They have the same aesthetic as the Reese Walker shotgun and the Archon's Forge, I think. LMG. It looks cool. I was talking to Sam, Jedi Polaris, to some people that know him, and he's thinking that they're going to stick Desperado on that pulse rifle. (laughs) It's going to have Desperado, dude, no matter what. <laughs> I I think I would crack up if Desperado was on it. It's like, well, what's the point of going into trials then for uh, <laughs> that pulse rifle that rolls with Desperado on it? This is high end PvP, dude. It's still safe. <laughs> Why not? I mean, just do it. Just do it. I don't know what they're going to do with the sidearm. I hope it has something cool to it, but you know, we'll see how it goes. Watch that sidearm is the reason they have unstoppable sidearm coming. That's going to be the one to have. It's going to have something ridiculous on Oh, I know what it'll have. It'll have time payload on it. A sidearm with time payload. 
<laughs> on a side <laughs> the, the desperado and time payload on a sidearm they're basically like this like oh god it's just explosive rounds everywhere make it happen bungie we hope but also they they showed off the new iron banner armor for the season which is actually a brand new set it's called hey. the iron foe runner set let's give a clap because finally we have something a new armor <laughs> It's not everybody's aesthetic. They said it was drugged from the depths of the Forgotten Seas. I think there's barnacles on it. Some other people are saying they're bells from like some European cultures that would wear these things. It's interesting. Either way, it's not everybody's aesthetic choice. I'm okay with it. We're all still going to get it anyways. (laughs) You know what? I'm happy we have a new Iron Banner armor set for the first time yeah. in a while. I'm happy about that, and I'm looking forward to seeing newer sets. And I want to see sets that aren't medieval knights, samurais, the more traditional things. I, I'm tired of seeing that. I would like to see other type of warrior aesthetics. Mm-hmm. Even some just total fantasy ones that they come up with on their own that have nothing to do with anything that we can associate with the real world here. I, I would like to see that. And I'm hoping we get those slightly more frequently. I remember Joe Blackburn talking about a renewed focus for PVP and actually producing stuff. I'm hoping Iron Banner is going to be part of it. And uh, there is also introducing a new perk on the Iron Banner armor set, by the way. It's called Iron Lord's Pride. Wearing a piece of this armor grants a small chance of an enhancement prism, dropping at the end of an Iron Banner match. Each additional piece worn increases the chance, capping out at four total pieces. Defeat your foes with the fury of an Iron Forge. Show no mercy. That'd be great if I could hold more than 50 of those crystals. Maybe they're changing that next season. I'm already maxed out. They're all going to my Postmaster at this point. I have Mm -hmm. nothing to use them, so, you know. Hey, way to earn. People complain. It's like, we need to earn these things a little bit more. Okay, well, that's a, that's an avenue of doing it. That's a good way to do it, too. And it and makes about, you, and like, and it makes you go for the entire armor set, which is awesome. Now, now, how about those Ascendant Shards? I, I We kind of need a little bit more of those. We can only hold 10. And they exotic just, armor pieces take three. To yeah, they gotta increase the amount of freaking things that we can hold 10 at a time, right. and then if you don't use them, you lose them. Because you don't even get them anymore. Yeah, don't, don't, don't. Or they go to your postmaster, and that's that. Yeah. Then they fill up, and that's it. Now, we, we need uncap those things that we can hold on to. I, it might be a programming issue that they can't. It just might be an economy issue that they don't want to. Mm-hmm. Because at that point, you have high-end, high, high, high-end players. Just They hoard these things throughout each season. They never have to go out and, you know. I mean, they... Scavenge freaking, these things. They already have everything available. So. They put them in their freaking exotics. They have exotics that are freaking masterwork because of that shit. Oh, we need some more of those? Let me just uh, you know, get rid of this one real quick. <laughs> and here's some extra ones. Yep, that's right. But that's, uh, that's a twab, folks. I'm happy for these changes and alterations. It's going to it's a refresh, and I'm looking forward to it. You know, it's a much needed refresh from everything else. Yeah, I agree. 
and they don't say these changes don't sound bad they don't sound bad at all no they don't and we don't even know everything that's coming when season 15 starts mm-hmm. we're gonna know about the weapon stuff we'll be talking about it next week i'm gonna get that uh pot out early i'm gonna get it out before the season starts so people can hear it for the 24th of august where bungie's doing their um showcase that morning it starts at 8.50 in the morning on the Pacific Coast. So that's uh, 11.50 here on the East Coast. I think 10.50 for you out in Central. So I'm going to look at the times. Oh, we're gonna, we'll all be awake. <laughs> it'll, it'll, it'll be fun to watch. It'll be fun to watch. That's it, man. We got our agenda for next week. The only thing left to do is tell people to go to anchor.fm slash hg-podcast or hit up our Twitter at podcast underscore hidden. That's where we put out our show, put up announcements, let people know when it's coming out. Also, our link tree is there. Follow us on our socials. Hit us up on our streaming platforms. Drop us a message. Say hi. Questions, complaints. Things you want us to talk about. We're all ears, and we love hearing from you. As I said, next week, all about weapons. The big one for us. As far as I'm concerned. Because that's oh, yeah. the main, main tool in the game is our guns. You know, so this is going to be big. I'm looking forward to hearing about legendary stasis weapons. I'm hoping we get a tease of an exotic weapon. Or maybe some catalysts coming back. Alfeasance. There's some there's some exotic weapons that could use some love. I want to know how they're going to work with if they're going to just pull the trigger on exotic weapons, gaining the ability to drop orbs of power instead of requiring a catalyst. They mentioned it before. I'm wondering if they're going to say these are the weapons that we're not going to catalyst, but they'll now drop orbs of power when you get kills. They, I'm hoping they that could happens. start right now with fusions. They could start later in fusions. They, they, they could start with fusions. Yeah, we'll find out. Can you imagine Yoten dropping orbs of power? I can. Telesto? I can. Well, Telesto has a catalyst, though, so. Arbalist, baby. Let's fucking get it. Arbalist. God damn it. That thing <laughs> sucks. I hate being <laughs> shot by it. it. Sounds like you're firing a rubber band gun, but, you know. <laughs> it is what it is. All right, folks. We'll catch you next time. Until then, Bacon and I will be hanging out in the darkness waiting for that revive. Take care. Be well, everybody. See ya. Disc golf. Disc golf. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs>